All right, this is it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another installment of Honor Kings and Sons TV. This is CEO and founder Darian Jones, and I'm here with another episode and another topic for you guys. I decided to pull out uh, some new equipment. This is equipment that I had uh, a couple of months ago, but I didn't get a chance to take it out and test it out. Uh, right now, everything's hooked up. Everything's looking good. So, you know, I'm excited to um, be able to have it out with you guys. Uh, you can't see my mouth moving that much. I'm going to come back a little bit. Good thing I got a good microphone. I can pick up my sound. So let's get into it. Today's topic, um, I want to talk to you guys. Um, and this is probably going to be under like a series of conversations and topics I'm going to have uh, um, regarding uh, this subject. Um, but if I can title it anything, um, I would title it, My Son is Gay, My Daughter is Lesbian. Uh, it's a topic that um, I've been wanting to talk about for a very long time. Um, in the last, I would say, three or four years, I have uh, just seen so much in the news, so much in the media, and I just say, you know what? Um, I believe I've gathered enough information. I believe I reviewed enough uh, of the news. Um, I've listened to a few case studies, watched a documentary here or there, you know, paid attention to the entertainment scene all that different stuff to conclude um, my perspective on this. And uh, I want to, I really want to be able to challenge people who listen in on this platform. Like if you got questions, if you're struggling with the topic, if you are a person that represents the topic, uh, meaning that you identify, you know, as uh, LGBTQ, you know, um, and uh, this is something that relates to you. I'd love to hear your perspective. I'd love, I'd love to have a conversation with you uh, so that we could, you know, be able to uh, really get an understanding of one another. And I'm excited, man, um, to talk about this. This is Honor Kings and Sons. You know, this is a platform where we get into um, every type of issue, you know, and um, as this being a, a platform that is very explicit, very raw, but at the same time, um, faith-based. So my intent is to provide that biblical perspective, that biblical worldview. I definitely want to make sure that, um, you know, it's clear as day and that um, the light that I shine uh, will be something that um, is trans transformational. You know, so uh, definitely I want to get into this and uh, I'm going to try to be short on this one because um, I've been up late every night prepping, recording all types of stuff. So I'm going to try and I'm going to try and uh, start off with this one a little, little less, you know, so let's get into it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I came up with this, the title for this topic, because um, 
It all started from, and I can't even say it all started from, but I would say the, I would say the one thing that made me say I have to talk about this was when the uh, incident with um, Dwayne Wade and his son. Now, um, we know how media is, you know, if there's something that's a hot topic, everybody's going to write it, you know, until it's not popular anymore. And um, I'm pretty sure that the case that we saw, that we see with Dwayne Wade and his son, um, you know, the case that we see is something that's actually not new. I'm pretty sure he represents uh, thousands, uh, hundreds upon thousands of fathers who have taken the stance that uh, he is taken. Um, <sighs> there's so much to unpack about the stance that he's taken because the approach that I want to take uh, with this is I want to take the approach of his side. Um, and I don't have time to unravel uh, the history um, of the LGBTQ community, you know, or the homosexual community, lesbian community, gay and lesbian community, um, especially um, that culture within the black community um, and other uh, different subcultures. Um, I don't have time to unravel all of that. And I, I'm a fast talker. Sometimes I'm a very slow talker. So I don't even want to force myself to change speeds here. But definitely we could spend time on this and I could do part two, three, four, five, six. So check it out. I want to take Dwayne Wade's side on this. Um, and uh, for those of you who are, uh, you know, uh, radicals, you know, hear me out. So first things first is, um, you know, history. If we look into history, the issue of homosexuality has been a big thing for centuries. Uh, you know, as far as literature is concerned, um, of course, you know, um, it's spoken about in the Bible. Uh, if you look at um, the Greek and Roman time periods, um, when you had a lot of um, hedonistic, a lot of paganism, a lot of mysticism um, that was being showcased in all forms of literature, um, athletics, you know, uh, you name it, um, the topic of sexuality, the topic of sexual uh, experimentation, exploitation, um, the topic of uh, just uh, sexual relations, um, you know, it, it has been it has been a very sensitive topic when we go back in history. So particularly when we talk about homosexuality, um, like I say, one of the strongest standpoints against it has been the Bible from from the beginning, from the inception of the word of God, from when all of the scriptures were put together, and made into the Bible. Um, we know the Bible stands against it. That's no brainer. Um, but when we look at, you know, other cultures that uh, were not yet introduced to the gospel and, and we look at history, um, homosexuality was something that was engraved, like I say, into art, 
it was engraved into a lot of things. And um, like I said, I don't want to get too lost in that. But we know that it hasn't been something that has just never been a solid standpoint. Um, there, there has been nothing uh, concise made on it in terms of if it's something that is, you know, okay, um, it's perfectly normal, uh, you know, things like that. It's just never been a concise standpoint. It's been an evolving conversation for centuries. And I would like to fast forward it all the way up into like uh, 21st century. When um, we look at where the world was 21st century, early 21st century, and the topic of sexuality, uh, homosexuality came up, um, like I say, there was a lot of different things. Uh, some people may not know, but, um, you know, Europe, East, uh, Southeastern Europe or Europe in general, always kept an open door for homosexuality. Um, like I said, if you look at the regions, you know, the history of the different empires, you know, the Greek, Hellenistic, all those different periods, um, homosexuality kind of had a, an open door in that part of the world. Um, and when you start to get to, you know, like I say, the 21st century, so now you're getting into, you know, like the 1920s, the 30s, the 50s, the 60s. Right. And you start to look at how people were um, openly dealing with the issue of homosexuality. Right. Um, mainly in America or the Western Hemisphere or Western culture, um, you know, North America particularly has had strong censors, strong censorship um, against anything um, that was outside of marriage for a long period of time. And then we started to drift away up until now we're in a culture where same sexes can get married. Um, there's rights, there's human rights. Um, there's, you know, all types of accommodations and privileges that's been given to them and things of that nature. And I know I'm going to get to Dwayne Wayne and his story. Um, there was a period of time in the generation before mine where, uh, it was so bad, especially in Western culture, North America, that you had, you know, families that would like kick you out the house. Like there's two things back in the day you could have got kicked out the house for, um, especially in urban communities and, and, and a lot of Anglo-Saxon, Caucasian, white families uh, did this as well. Um, sometimes um, they were uh, a family that was religious based. Sometimes they weren't, um, but they'll tell you straight up, like if you, you know, you say you're gay or lesbian, like you can't be in my house. If it was a religious based family, they'll say, I don't want that spirit of homosexuality contaminating the family, your siblings. So we want you out. Some of them try intervention. They'll do prayer meetings, exorcists. I don't know, all types of things, rehabilitation, whatever to get their child or their relative to like, you know, like denounce that lifestyle. And when the child uh, didn't, they were outcast, right? 
Um, you probably had some parents that, you know, uh, demonstrated verbal abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse uh, to their child. This is their offspring. This is the child that they probably prayed to God for to continue their family legacy. And then they find out that they're homosexual or lesbian, and then now they kick them out, right? And they, they leave them to the streets. And we know the streets is a cold place. So um, a lot of them grow up and then they find, you know, sub-communities. Um, they find different things like drag houses or, you know, different things like that where you can uh, come together and share your commonality and, you know, your experience of your, your sexual preference if you, you know, identify as such. And so, um, you know, that was a horrible time. And like I said, I'm skipping, I'm, I'm mentioning things. I don't have the opportunity to cover everything, but that was a horrible time because, um, you know, it left scars. Um, you know, I, I think we could agree that if you put this lifestyle, if you put the choice of lifestyle aside, it left like voids and, and, you know, looking for love, looking for understanding, experiencing rejection, experiencing trauma, you know, complete negligence. Uh, it, it, it just left a horrible, you know, dark scar on thousands of people, young people, um, even older people. Imagine, you know, you grew up in the 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, your 30s, you decide you, you, you're going to come out the closet and you're going to tell people that, you know, you're homosexual or you're lesbian, you identify as, you know, X, Y, and Z, transgender, and your family just like, your family pretends as if you never was laughing, playing dominoes at the cookout. You guys weren't rollerblading down the street. You guys weren't, you know, um, being those kids that grew up, you know, causing mischief in the neighborhood. The minute you make that statement is as if like you're dead to them. They don't want to be seen with you. They don't want to talk with you. They don't want their kids around you. You know, it's, it's, it's intense. And mind you, I haven't said anything related to the scriptures, the Bible teachings. I haven't said anything about that. I'm just talking about like the experiences that the generation before me had when it came to this subject. And so now we get back to Dwayne Wade and his son. Dwayne Wade is what, I think he's like 10 years younger than Gabrielle Union. And I think they've been married, what, 12 years or something like that. Um, you know, they've been married for some time. They have children. And, um, you know, one of Dwayne Wade's sons, you know, he he identifies as a girl, you know. And uh, I think it's been about, what, two and a half years now? I think two and a half years, two and a half, maybe three years now that this has been going on. He changed his name. He dresses like a full-blown, you know, young girl. Um, he... You know, uh, the prone situation with the pronouns. Um, I actually know somebody. Um, I will not say their name. I will not mention uh, my connection I have to them. Um, I'll leave them uh, this. Um, I'll leave 
that out. But I know somebody that actually like worked with like his son or, you know, um, as they say, you have to mention now his daughter and, um, 